Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, equipping men for growth in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Check out menofiron.org to learn more about how you can get involved in or support the vision of changing a culture one man at a time. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Chad Zook. Hey guys, this is the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Chad Zook. This is episode 74. This is part four of a series called Five Ways to Fight Discouragement and Confusion. In this podcast episode, I talk to Garrett about grit, determination, and encouragement. And if you've been listening along in this series, I just want to say thank you for just taking the time and hear what we have to say of all the other podcasts that are out there in the podcast world. Um, There's a lot of great content. We do believe that we're producing some good content as well. So we're grateful that you're part of this community. If you're a longtime listener, just want to say thanks. If you're a first-time listener, I would say it's so good that you are here, and I know that uh, that you're going to get something out of this podcast if you embrace these truths. Well, in this series, we have been really drilling down into some principles based off of a quote from Seneca. And the quote is this, If a sailor doesn't know to what port he is sailing, no wind is favorable. So all of this, this series, we're drawing off metaphors based off of this quote, and today it's ride the waves. Consider waves to be adversity. Sometimes adversity brings you high, and sometimes it brings you low. And how is it that we as men make it through the highs and lows of life? How is it that we not just make it through, but we thrive in life? Maybe for you, you have lived your life in such a way where you just feel like you don't have an aim. You have a lot of energy, you have willpower, you have drive, but you don't have an aim. You just don't know what it is you're supposed to to go after. Perhaps you'll find that in this podcast. And maybe for you, you you have an aim, but yet somewhere along the line, you got discouraged. You just kind of like the wind fell out of your sails and you were getting beat up by life. And maybe you just start and ask the question like, I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. Then I want you to know this podcast is for you. Not only is this podcast for you, but we have a community for you at Men of Iron. So if you, as a follow-up to this podcast, if you are inspired to connect with us more deeply, go to Men of Iron at, uh, on Instagram and connect with the community there. If, go to uh, the Men of Iron page on Facebook and connect with us there. Or perhaps just connect on menofiron.org and then follow along, and maybe you just need to have a conversation about how you can have a mentor as a great follow-up to this podcast. I don't know what it is that you want uh, and know what you need after this podcast. Only you do, but we want to be here for you just in case we can help. So uh, as you listen to this podcast, know that we're rooting for you. We're, we're on your side. We're certainly on your team, and we are grateful that you're here with us. Need a personal financial coach? Doug Kaufman can help with that. Whether it's a business or personal finance, Kaufman's have trained CPAs ready to help you. They're ready to help you to have financial clarity and peace of mind. They develop for you a step-by-step plan to make your financial goals a reality. And they don't just create the plan and then leave you hanging. Instead, what they do is they continue with you to track progress and to celebrate wins. And a win is determined by you, so you can have financial clarity and peace of mind. They work really hard at helping people to understand where their money's going and also for them to help uh, to have the finances to reach the goals that they want. So Doug Kaufman and his team can be found at kaufmancpa.com, 
K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N-C-P-A.com. Doug and his team have been doing virtual coaching and doing virtual CPA work for quite a long time, since before COVID. This was actually part of their business strategy. They know how to do it. They know how to connect with you. I talked to Doug a couple weeks back, and man, he knows his stuff. We shaped up a great conversation, and I was really inspired and challenged by what he said, and I believe that Doug and his team are going to be able to help you to go to the next level so you can have clarity, financially speaking, and you can have peace of mind. If that's something that you need, go see Doug at KaufmanCPA.com. Well, today on the podcast, uh, Garrett Barbush, El Presidente of Men of Iron, is joining me. And we're going to talk about a really important topic to help men to fight discouragement and confusion. And we as men can be discouraged and confused a lot as we change and the people around us change. Maybe our hopes and dreams change and the circumstances of our life changes. Well, I believe we need to embrace three different things more than this, but we're just going to Uh, kind of summarize this in three different things. We need grit, we need determination, and we need encouragement. And all of these things are, I think, are vital to being a man. So uh, I just want to welcome you, Garrett, to the show. Here's your little intro. Now let's roll. Awesome, man. I'm excited to be here, Chad. Yep. I think it's going to be a great one. And and really, the, the creative title for this is called Ride the Wave. So What I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks on the solo cast is just kind of talking about sailing and aspects of sailing that we, uh, and just kind of using those as metaphors or analogies to help us to understand like how we can fight discouragement and confusion. So today it's riding the wave. So think about if you're on a sailboat, right? I don't know if you've ever sailed. I have not ever sailed. I've been, I've spent months and months and months in the Navy on a boat, but not a sailboat. But one thing I know is you have to ride the waves. Uh, You can't go, if you go under the waves uh, too much, you're going to be in danger. And if you go too far and just kind of ride the the tops of the waves, then you could slam down and be in danger. So you want to ride the waves in an applicable way, fighting the wind and these types of things. So what we're talking about is riding the waves with grit, determination, and encouragement. What about that do you think is, is the message that men need to embrace today? Yeah. I mean, listen, the bottom line is, you know, I had a mentor one share with me. I don't think he came up with this, but you know, as men we're we're either probably in the midst of a storm, uh, we're coming out of a storm or we're about to go into a storm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you look at, at all three of those elements of whether we're, we're in it or coming out of it, or we're about to go into one, um, you need those three things, right? You need grit, you need determination and, and you need encouragement. And so, I think it's just very relevant to the manhood journey, right? Of of all the weights uh, that we carry and the responsibilities, you know, and, and the weights that come along with those responsibilities. Um, if you're not going to have those three things or you're not committed to those three things, um, life's going to be sort of like uh, what you talked about, right? You're either going to get drowned by the waves or you're going to be up high riding them and then only to, to kind of crash down. So I think it's it's very relevant. Yeah. I, I totally agree with with that too, that the relevancy, I, I want us to kind of prep the way with this quote. You're not prepped for this quote. Actually, you're not prepped for a lot today. So you're welcome. <laughs> Here we go. So this quote is from me and it is this, prosperity makes monsters and adversity makes men. Why is that true? Oh man. 
Well, I think, okay, so tie this into today's world, right? Like, I think a lot of us living in America, we, we, we would be moronic if we didn't <laughs> admit the fact that we've got more than probably we need, right? And, and when we've got more than we need um, in this life, whether it's financial comfort, wh- whatever it might be, um, oftentimes we just want more of that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and when that, um, that lust, if you will, for more, um, man, that, that can turn you into, into a monster, right? But, but the adversity, the, the grit that comes along with that, uh, to be able to kind of fight through and really commit to the fight and do it well with character and integrity, Mm. um, man, you're, you're that, that makes men, right. That, that truly makes men. So that's really all I have to say about that. But, um, yeah, when, when, when you're living a prosperous season, man, you just got to really keep, keep things in check and keep things in balance. I think to some degree, this is just how men are wired. I think that we're, we're wired for adversity uh, to be able to put ourselves into adverse situations. Now, we're not wired to take everything of life and absorb all that. That's not what I mean. But I think for us, we're kind of wired for the struggle. I, I think that even going back to the, the hunter-gatherer days, there's struggle there. It's kind of carrying that, the brunt of that, and going out and leaving the village and being alone or just going out in pairs and, and going on remote hunts or whatever the case may be, there's all sorts of adversity and that's what they needed to live. And really what you talked about is the abundance of things. And if we're honest, most likely everybody who's listening to this, we have an abundance of things. So I think not in a superficial way, but I think in a very specific way, we need to go out and put ourselves in the way of adversity. One of the ways that you do this, and we've talked about this in a, a prior podcast, one of the ways that you do this is through fitness and you cycle. Uh, There's adversity there. I mean, you could easily sit on the couch, but yet you choose that adversity and going and putting yourself on a bike and not just to put in a couple miles, but a lot of miles. And so you're choosing that adversity. And I just know that when a man just embraces that adversity, it not only affects him physically, but also it gives him the ability to, to kind of accept if you will, and have courage to embrace other bits of adversity as well. Do you agree with that? hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it was just this past year that, you know, uh, as I kind of did some self-reflection, I I realized that even my daily focus, right. And when I say daily focus, I mean, just in, in all aspects of life and all five of those F's that we talk a lot about at men of iron faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances for me to really hone in and, and focus and steward those things well. There's an element of adventure and adversity that I need to build into those things. And so, um, you know, I'll kind of take it back to several years ago, eight years ago, when I made the commitment to to do a half Ironman. Um, that was a season where that pushed me. Like I had to experience, I had to go through a lot of adversity to get to the end goal but it brought focus in on every other area of my life. Cause I, I needed to make sure that I was truly balanced. Right. And so that was something that earlier this year, I realized, man, I'm lacking some of these challenges. I'm lacking. I need to go find some adventure. I need to go create some of these things in my life that are going to push me and challenge me and get me uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, it's going to help prepare you for the adventure that's ahead of whatever that assignment is, but it also brings a lot of focus to these other areas. And so, um, yeah. Well, sometimes when you're, when you're going through that, right. It's, you're like, why am I choosing to do this right now? Why did I commit to this? <laughs> right. But I, I also think that it's something at least how I'm wired and, and, and every man's wired differently, but like, I've, I've really had to say, Hey, I need to go and make 
certain adventures or certain things in my life. I need to go get uncomfortable. Um, and we always say that in, in our equilibrium uh, retreat curriculum is like, you know, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable as a man, mm-hmm. because why is it? Why do we feel uh, attracted to these movies where the guy, um, you know, chooses adversity and gets through or, or is that war hero or whatever it might be? It's wired in us, like you said, us, we, we as men, we want that challenge. We want that adventure. We want to be coming out on the other side of that adversity. You know, and this really is is not directly in line with what we're talking about today with grit, determination, and encouragement. But one of the things that you just mentioned, you're talking about a movie. And, you know, we we celebrate the hero. But what does a hero do? A hero, most of the time, a, a hero serves a greater purpose. Well, and, and again, most of the time, not 100%, but most of the time, that, that hero, the, the man or woman that we celebrate culturally, they go through adversity to provide the service for the greater cause that they're after. So it's like that too is just kind of woven through us. And we do celebrate these people. We celebrate these people, and I think we should, who, who decide to uh, fight the adversity of selfishness. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but if I'm honest, I can be really selfish. I can just check out and I can make it about me. I can make all this life about me. And when I choose to go out and to love my neighbor well or to love my wife well or to love my kids well or you know, my grandchild that's coming in January, like love that grandchild well, there's a sense of selflessness that has to happen. And every time that a man, I believe this firmly, every time that a man steps beyond himself, he's facing that adversity, the adversity, because all of us, we start out as being inward focused. And if we're going to be outward focused, it takes an inward change. And I think this is just what God is up to in the world and what he wants us to do as men. So in the the faith part of the five F's is really instrumental in this, because as we go through these adversities, whether it's something that we've done to ourselves or something that we're just like I shared in a previous podcast, my wife and I went through, uh, she had kidney disease mm. and going through kidney disease. And then she went through dialysis. And then uh, by God's grace, she had a transplant. She's doing remarkable right now. Let me tell you, those were some dark days. Mm. Those were days that took grit and determination and, and any bit of encouragement that we could get from anywhere was just so welcome to us. But I made vows, right? I, I made vows that I was going to be committed to walk alongside her and yet we're, and she made vows to me. And when, when at night I'm hooking up the dialysis machine to her because she just doesn't have the strength to do it herself like that. And I'm not trying to be the hero of this. Don't, don't get me wrong. She's the hero. She's the one who suffered through all this with faith in tow, but we relied upon God. And as I was hooking up that, those things, the, the, the tube to her and the machine to her night after night, after night, we're just trusting God is going to deliver us from this, but it mm. took grit. I mean, we, we had people basically told us just give up mm. and we had to choose. We had to choose to kind of face that and say, no, we're not going to give up. We're going to go forward. And again, I'm not the hero of that. She's the hero. She endured all that. And her, her, her body has, she's had so many things uh, that have just been complicated within her body because of that journey. So again, she's the hero, but the point being, it takes grit. It takes determination. And I think faith is the overarching theme over all of this. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm just hearing that, right. And I'm looking at these three words in front of me, grit, determination, encouragement. And it's, it's really hard to kind of complete that formula without one of them involved. Right. So like you can have grit determination, but like 
if you're not gaining your encouragement from, from your faith, or you're not gaining encouragement from the community of people around you. Um, and so I look at this from just a mentorship perspective, right. Of saying, Hey, as a protege, I got to be assessing my life and getting a better understanding of where do I need to model this grit and this determination? And how do I need to communicate to my mentor, how he can encourage me through this mm-hmm. And as a mentor, right. Uh, looking and saying, okay, Hey, how can I challenge my protege in these two areas of grit and determination, but also be that source of encouragement to, to move him along. It's really hard to kind of complete that formula without, you know, if one of these is missing, it's going to be tough to kind of come out on the other side. Hmm. Yeah. It really brings to mind something I read in a book a long time ago. It's called, uh, the book is called building a discipleship culture. And what the author talks about is I think the author's name is Mike Breen, but what he talks about is invitation and challenge. In, in what a, a protege and a mentor and going back and forth, and there's so many elements of this, even for men who are not in a mentoring relationship uh, with another man and, and growing in that way. But there's so many aspects of this. The grit and determination is the, is the interwoven challenge and the encouragement is the invitation. It's, hey, we're gonna, you have to walk through this, this hard time, but I'm going to walk through it with you. Like that's mm-hmm. encouraging. It's one thing for, for me to go through and face something alone. And it's a whole other thing to know that I've locked arms with another dude who believes like I do is committed to not only my development, but also God who unites us. Right. And mm-hmm. then that's just so encouraging. And that just, that just fuels me to go even further, faster than what I could have alone. And I know that's your heartbeat too. Yeah. There's a quote that I, I ran across by John Ortberg, and really it was an unexpected source that I even got this quote from. I love John Ortberg. His stuff is amazing. He writes about spiritual formation. He writes very similar to, for any man who's listening, he writes very similar to Dallas Willard, but it's it's a much more kind of readable, uh, like more entry-level understanding of spiritual formation. So John Ortberg said this. He says, over time, Grit is what ha- is grit is what separates fruitful lives from aimlessness. Mm, that's a good word. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's what separates fruitful lives from aimlessness. And and I just know that there's a guy out there right now who feels like he's fighting a he's fighting a battle on five fronts by himself. And and he feels aimless and he feels powerless to do so. What would you say to that guy who's who's looking for some grit? Yeah. You know, I think I'm all about like practical application here. So I think let's not overcomplicate it because mm-hmm. it's often that guy that the simple decision to wake up one day and say, all right, I'm going through a hard time right now, or man, I'm out of balance. Maybe it's not anything drastic. It might not be kidney disease like you, you guys experience, but maybe it's just me. My life is out of balance. I'm rocking and rolling and a couple of these areas and maybe it's my faith and my family are going well, but man, my fitness and finances are a mess, right? Like that's most guys walking around. Most of us are are rocking and rolling in two or three of these areas, but it's the other one or two that, you know, if they're not, if we don't get a check on those things and we don't start to talk about those a little bit more and do something about it, they're going to sink our ship. And so sometimes the grit and the determination is the simple decision to say, I'm going to seek a mentor. I'm going to go seek out a mentor. And, and because our, our natural instinct is to take the path of least resistance, the path of least resistance in a lot of these cases as men is to say, well, I can figure this out on my own and, and go do this. And, 
you know, I'll just figure it out. When in reality, we actually need that accountability. We need somebody that's checking in and, and, and talking with us and encouraging us in the areas of balance in our lives. And we need that other guy across the table from us that's helping us spiritually grow in the process. And so that can look a lot different for a lot of guys because we're all bringing different things to, to the table. But at the end of the day, sometimes just the decision to seek out a mentor, or if you're the mentor, if you're in the mentor's position to seek out that protege to say, man, how can I help another guy grow? Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, I've got a business I'm running. Yeah, I've got XYZ going on. But you know what, I can commit to the Great Commission like that mm -hmm. sometimes is just a gritty decision to make. And I mm -hmm. think, like, keep it simple, right? And so you, you might not need to go out and, and create experiences for yourself where you've got to be gritty and, and have the determination. Sometimes it's just a simple invitation or a simple uh, request to somebody to say, hey, can, can you mentor me? Or can I, can, you know, I'd love to spend the next 12 months with you. I'd like to mentor you. That alone sometimes uh, is just the simple, gritty and determining decision that we need to make. That's a good word. Yeah, when you're talking about kind of adversity and grit and determination, I think of it in this way. There are times where we need to go out and, and just seek adversity. And there's times where adversity seeks us and just oh, finds yeah. us. So it's in that moment, I think that there are, uh, I think that there is an interwoven challenge with you, whether it's cycling or the half Ironman or me, you know, I've, I've done some solo backcountry camping trips and it's kind of like, it's, it's really hard for me, but I do that and put myself in that situation to deepens my faith. It also God reveals things about me or to me about me. Um, but also there's adversity that just finds us. And I think that's what you're speaking into. It's like the thing that we didn't see coming. And then once we start looking at it, we're like, we have to make that choice. And, and it's good advice. Hey, well, I need to find a mentor. Mm. You know, I need to, I need to, I need to invest in someone else. Maybe, maybe guy is, you know, he's, he's midlife right now. And maybe he's had somebody invest in him and he just needs to, to just kind of grit and make determination to say, you know what, I'm going to invest in someone else. I'm not going to, I'm just going to be a sponge for just allowing somebody to pour into me, to soak into me. I'm going to use all of the, all the things that I've learned and I'm going to, I'm going to squeeze that sponge out for somebody else. And I think there's definitely some grit and determination that is, is required there. Yeah. You know, I, okay. So let's just go back to like a very simple, okay. What, what do I do with this information that I'm hearing right now? Right. Cause I do believe we're speaking to some man out there right now. Um, and I think probably it's a handful of men that are listening, you know, take a look at those five areas of your life. And I think there's, again, there's two roles here. There's, and maybe even three, but the two that come to mind are there's that guy that's out there. That's probably sitting more in the seat of, man, I've got a lot of experience and I have something to share and I can pour into another guy. So it's the mentor role, right? Um, take a quick assessment of your life and let's just start with the faith element. Like if you're too comfortable in your faith right now and you're just too comfortable in life in general, it's probably a really good indicator to say, boy, I could probably mentor somebody that's going to stretch me. It's going to, it's going to take up some time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got it. I just know I've always grown more as a mentor than I have a protege. Cause if I'm sitting there encouraging our guy, I got to make sure I'm doing what I'm encouraging him to do. Right. And so, mm -hmm. There, there's that mutual accountability that's built in. And so um, I, I just think that assess the comfortability of your life right now. And, and maybe it's not a mentorship, but maybe it's a, you know what, I, I do have that 
cabin in the woods or that, that, that house on the lake or whatever it might be that I could take a group of guys away and do an awesome retreat and pour into a group of guys for a couple months. Like these are decisions that, you know, I think the culture right now that we're living in, especially the, in the, in the leadership development culture is like, Hey, protect your time, protect your schedule. And like, listen, there is a time and a place for that. No doubt about it. But there's also a time and a place to say, you know what, God's gifted me, uh, God's equipped me, he's blessed me, and I need to now go and, and take this great commission seriously and, and mm. start doing something with my faith for the sake of other people, right? Serving, like you talked about earlier. That's one element of it. The other element, the other role or the other seed, I would say, is that protege, which we've already kind of talked about a little bit, but it's, hey, assess your life. Like, are you in balance? Are you out of balance? Uh, what's going on? Because if you're if things are, are pretty comfortable, uh, chances are you need to reestablish some goals in life and reestablish some priorities and really share that with another guy and say, listen, this is what I feel like God's asking me to do. Not what you want to do, but what's God convicting you of? How's God moving in your life? What's he asking you to do over the next six to 12 months? Share that with somebody and ask them to mentor you and keep you accountable to those things. Uh, there's power in that. And, and those are gritty decisions to make sometimes that do take a lot of determination and encouragement to kind of come to fruition. And to me, that's a God-sized life. That's what that is. It's faith. It's a God-sized life. And, and men, if you're listening today, I, I man, I so much want you to live big. I don't want you to live small. But living small is living for yourself. It's seeking comfort, avoiding adversity. I want you to live big. I want your faith to grow. Your faith is going to grow just as, as the word of God says in Romans 2, or excuse me, 5, 2 through 5, it says, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. What's the, what's the big idea that I'm trying to get across there? Is when we go out and we don't buck adversity, Instead, we trust God. Okay, if, if I'm in the middle of this adversity, I'm going to trust you, God, through it. He's going to shape our character because character is formed by stories, by pain and struggle, by a greater purpose, and by practice. Like that is how our character, that's how God forms character, by our stories, by our backstory, by our present story, and by the life that we're living in and the choices that we make, by the pain and struggle. And also by the greater purpose that God has for us and by practicing, just practicing the way of Jesus. These, these things, they seem maybe they seem really small and insignificant, but this is how God shapes character. This is what God wants for you. He wants you to embrace grit. He wants you to embrace determination, and he wants to encourage you along you know your faith walk this is what he wants he wants you to live big in him and not live small that's a good word that's a good word that's a really good word man i i think about uh, i can't remember the exact chapter it's i'm i'm doing a study in romans right now i just got done with it actually but and i think it's chapter 14 or chapter 15 where uh, Paul is saying, "Hey, listen. Look at look at these three things. Strive for these three things in the faith, which is you know righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit." And he says, "You know these three things. When you're a servant of God, first off, you're you're a man that's approved by God and 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 kind of accepted and approved by others, right? And so I kind of had to look inward there when I was really doing a deep study of just that scripture alone, that verse alone, and saying, okay." 
what what does righteousness look like in my life, right? And and I'm not going to get into all the the details of of what mm. came out of that for me, but I really looked at my life as a man and said these three things, which they all come from God. They're all they're all from God, right? Like if I'm not at peace with myself, right, and I'm not at peace with God, like chances are, boy, I might be a little bit too comfortable. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm not finding joy in the Holy spirit, right from the Holy spirit, uh, that supernatural joy that can come to me as a man. Um, if that's not present, I've got to assess my life and say, what's out of whack that I'm not getting this, mm-hmm. or I'm not feeling this or whatever it might be. Um, these are three things. And we know that if we can get these three things nailed down, man, it's like the ultimate goal comes to fruition. We're approved by God and by others. And when you look at that, if you're going to be approved by God and others, it's all about looking out from, you got to look inward a little bit, obviously to kind of assess, but then you got to look outward and say, Hey, how do I go model uh, what God expects me to model for others at the same time? Man, powerful stuff. I want to give uh, just as we're kind of winding down the podcast today, I want to kind of help maybe the guys to understand encouragement in a different way. Cause a lot of times I think we have some, you know, mammy pamby version of encouragement, or we just think it's some sort of like, a feminine word that's in the scripture. So it's like, Oh, encouragement. What is that? I don't need encouraged. We all need encouraged. That's, that's neither here nor there, but I just want to, I just want to kind of like lay a foundation in this way. Encouragement. It basically means to put heart in, to put Mm -hmm. heart in. So we know, we know this by the opposite. If, if we're, uh, you know, out on a basketball court or football, you know, we watch a football game and the announcer says, wow, that guy just really lost heart. What do we know? He's just, he's lost his energy. He's lost his willpower. He's not encouraged anymore. He's not in the game. He's, he's detaching. And so, so for us, if we're encouraged is to put heart in, man, I want to encourage you, put heart, put your heart into your life and, and put, put heart into other men that are around you, encourage other men around you, encourage your wife, encourage your kids, put heart into them and look for people to put heart into you because that's this is something that we need if you just have just the grit and determination there's just not enough of us to go around there's a reason why many times we're we're reminded in the the new testament and paul tells us encourage one another encourage one another and i just want to say put heart into one another this is a valuable piece about what we do at men of iron and talking about mentorship and also just an extension of what we do through discipleship through the through the retreats that we're a part of all of these are relational and opportunities for men to get around tables to encourage one another to do the right thing so that we can be the approved uh, people that you're talking about right so that we can be affirmed by god and affirmed by men if we could just do that then we would be able to ride the waves. Yeah. You know, and look at it this way too. I know one of our board members, um, he, he has reminded me of this several times, but you know, it's, it's in the trials it's, it's in the storms that often is our greatest opportunity to be a witness. Um, you know, our, our words are one thing, but it's often our actions that speak louder than our words. And so mm-hmm. how we respond to um, the trials and the tribulations and to the storms that come our way. Um, there's not one formula that fits all right. Like right. there's going to be a time where we're, we're talking about riding the waves, right? Chad, there, there's going to be a time where you're going through adversity. You're going through that trial. You're in the midst of the storm. 
And listen, you're going to have to come off the open seas and you're going to have to come into the harbor for, for, for refuge. Like mm. the harbor is where the ship is the, gets, you know, the maintenance done on it that it needs. It's where we, re- where the, where the vessel can, can rest and, and get the things done it needs to do so that it can be revitalized to go back out onto the open ocean. And then there's going to be a time where you're in the storm and you know what, you've got to, you've got to choose that grit and that determination mm. to get through because you've got your destination set. It's on the GPS. You've got to do whatever it takes. You don't have a choice. And so I mm. think there takes a great deal of spiritual maturity uh, and discernment to know, okay, what do I have to do? Uh, and sometimes it's, you're going to have to retreat and come into the Harbor. And sometimes you have to stay out in that sea uh, and in the midst of the storm to, to get on the other side of it. And so uh, again, I think that takes a spiritual maturity um, to know, hey, how am I going to be best encouraged right now? And how can I best encourage others? There's a time to retreat and there's a time to move forward. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I certainly don't want to be imbalanced and lead the guys to say, well, it's all about grit and adversity. It's all about <laughs> toughness. It's all about perseverance. And I can totally be that guy. I, I really can. But the reality is what happens in the harbor prepares us for what happens at sea. If we don't spend that time in the harbor preparing and going through the, the drills or whatever the case may be, now I'm going back in my Navy days. It's like if you don't spend time at the pier restoring the ship and taking care of the ship and doing and replenishing supplies, you won't have what it takes when you get out on the open sea. Although you may know where you're, you're going next, you're not going to have the energy. You're not going to have the bandwidth. You're not going to have the supplies needed to get you there. And men, our heart at Men of Iron is to help you get there. That's our heart. We don't have all the answers, so don't don't think that we do. We are just men who are journeying alongside you. We are uh, we're definitely not the the heroes of every story. We don't pretend to be. We're just men on a journey like you are. And any insight that we can have, we are grateful to give it to you. And we just want to say thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And if you have enjoyed this podcast or you've been inspired by this podcast, you just do us a favor if you would give us a a rating and review on iTunes. Maybe share this on your social media feed. Just tell a friend about this. Maybe it's somebody who, who is growing in grit and determination and encouragement. Maybe you've been talking about this at the break table. Maybe you've been, maybe you've been talking about this you know, at the golf course. Maybe you've been talking about this at the office, and this is just something you already know. And maybe this is just a reminder of information you have. You know what? It's worthwhile to talk about just to affirm what you even know already. So thanks again, men would do, uh, please do us that favor. Give us that rating and review. It would help other men like you get this important message. This men of iron podcast is brought to you by men of iron. If you're interested in getting involved in or supporting the vision of changing a culture one man at a time, or you simply want to know more about our strong 27 mentorship experience, equilibrium retreats, Anchored Man video series or Men of Iron Plus, go to menofiron.org.